Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krocko, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. Welcome to episode 144 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. So, you know, I've recorded this six-part series, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, about a month and a half ago. And during that time, I was still sort of processing birth and processing what this new season in life was going to be for me. And what I want to share today is I'm doing this bonus episode because I've sort of changed my mind on some things. And I think it's really important that I share this and that I'm open about this because I think so um, often we are afraid to speak up and to say, these were my beliefs yesterday and today I have a different perspective Um, and we feel like we need to, if we do not continue that narrative of what we've been telling ourselves, um, we might appear flaky or, I don't know, maybe just ill-equipped to share and to teach. I'm literally like this again, I'm just pressing record on my phone and I don't have notes in front of me. I'm just talking, just sharing what's on my mind and my heart. So without further ado, let's dive into this next episode and I'm going to share about some things that have shifted for me. Okay. So since I recorded the last episodes, um, you know, a month and a half ago, I've had some more time to sort of reflect. And what I've realized is I talk a lot in my next book, Drawing the Line, How to Create More Peace and Less Overwhelm in Your Life. Um, This concept of being afraid to speak up and to share when our beliefs our views, our stances on things have changed and shifted um, and how it's okay to change our mind. Um, And that's exactly what a full chapter is about. And I'm not going to get into all of it because I want to keep you at the edge of your seat because this book is not going to be out for a long time. Um, But I have learned that I feel the most in alignment, the most truthful, the most transparent, when I can just share when I change my mind and to not feel shame around it, to not feel guilt, to not care whether people are going to look at me as flaky or, um, I don't know, I guess flaky is just the right word. I can't think of anything else to describe it. Um, so what I want to share with you today is that I, since I've had more time to sort of process birth and process, um, just my experience as a mom, 
I've changed my mind on a couple of things. And um, I think having, so I shared with you guys that both my first two births, you know, were typical um, sort of, you know, hospital births, epidural um, interventions, the whole nine yards. And, um, you know, I thought that they were pretty pleasant, that they weren't horrible (laughs) or traumatic, like a lot of people will share and talk about. And, um, for many years, I always felt guilty saying that I felt really guilty saying that, um, compared to what I've heard other people say that my childbirths have been pretty quote unquote easy or, um, there haven't been complications or issues. And I've been very fortunate and I've felt shame around that for many years and have not always wanted to admit the way that my births went because of being afraid of offending people or making people feel bad. And what I've realized through this third birth now is that I think maybe a lot of women feel this way because I've talked to women who have had similar experiences to me as me and have said, my birth, you know, wasn't that bad. Like maybe it was actually enjoyable. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say mine was enjoy. Mine were enjoyable, but, um, it's such a small window of pain and suffering to gain this gift of this new life that is a thousand times more worth it. Um, it's like, I think of like when I go to the gym and, you know, I know that I have like two reps left of something or a minute left of a sprint or something like that. Um, I know that there's a gift at the end and that gift is that I'll be done. Um, and it doesn't feel so bad. It doesn't feel as hard as it did when the end was not in sight. And I sort of feel that way about birth. And um, I felt, you know, after having, I call him Dreamy Drewy, after having Dreamy Drewy and having such a quick, fast, and furious birth, um, again, I felt a lot of guilt because this time I was too late for an epidural, so I didn't have an epidural. And I used to always say, like, I'm not strong like the women are who don't get one. Um, I'm just, like, I just could never do it. There's no way that I could do that too. Um, And I think that narrative comes from, as women, we just sort of expect and we almost like sensationalize like the pain of birth. And I don't know if it's, to like have this badge of honor or whatever it might be. But I really feel like we do this disservice to other women and to our daughters and the girls in, who are before us who someday may also want to have children. Um, but instead of talking about how beautiful the experiences, experience is and how, yes, hard the birth process is, but how we would never trade it and do it a thousand more times just to have 
that euphoria and that connection at the end. Um, this is just not talked about enough. Hey guys, so spring is on its way finally. And I don't know about you, but when I think about the spring, I think about people getting outside more, being more social, getting more visible. And when I say visible, I wanna introduce you guys to my course, Invisible to Impactful. I bet some of you are wanting to use that new spring energy and put yourselves out there in business even more. And if that's you, and if you've been wondering how to get yourself visible, how to work through some of those fears and insecurities and limiting beliefs that maybe you tell yourself that's been holding you back from getting visible, this course is for you. It is simple, it is straightforward, and I also give you a bonus module. And the bonus module includes how to create all of your content for an entire year in about 30 minutes a week. Once you go through 13 weeks of creating your content, you are pretty much done forever. It's crazy, I know. Ask all of my clients, ask all of my mastermind ladies, I love making things simple. And this is how I started doing my content five years ago and still do it today. So I wanna give you guys a special little bonus because I'm on maternity. I am spending beautiful time outside right now. And why not just give you a fun little bonus? So anyways, get $100 off. Let's go from invisible to impactful with the code thinking like a boss podcast. Now this has to be all in caps. Okay. So uppercase letters, thinking like a boss podcast, head on over to keycrackle.com forward slash courses, keycrackle.com forward slash courses. Again, get a hundred dollars off with the code thinking like a boss podcast in all caps. Guys, don't wait, go get started now. This is my signature course has been out there for four years and people swear by it. All right, love ya. I've, I, I just hear this so often when women are like, you know, I was in labor for 72 hours or this or that. And again, what that does is I think that silences women who did not have that same experience. Um, and we also don't always take those stories with a grain of salt because we have, some of us have had never experienced it before. So we just sort of assumed that that's what birth is like. It's this horrible, awful, scary thing that's torturous and, um, is traumatic. And again, I'm not trying to minimize when women have had traumatic experiences, but what I'm trying to say is I really want us to start looking at it differently. And I know this has nothing to do with business, but in a way it does, right? Because I teach about mindset and I teach about how when we tell ourselves something's hard, when we're going to have a negative experience in business, when things aren't going to work out for us, we create this self-fulfilling prophecy and that's how we view it and that's how we experience it. But when we can flip the script and tell ourselves like, yeah, this is hard, but it is going to so be worth it. It becomes worth it, right? And we view it so differently. Um, so again, Dreamy Drewy's birth, I missed my epidural and I was, I literally panicked. I said, I cannot do this. There's no way I can do this. 
And my husband was like, no, you can do this and you have to do this. Um, and same thing the nurse said to me. Um, and it became, I had no other choice to be strong. Right. And I think there are so many times in life where things are hard and painful and torturous. And we have to realize that like, maybe there's, we have no other way but to be strong and but to go on and to work through that pain. And yes, it was painful. Um, but the pain was so temporary, right? And as soon as that maximum amount of pain was there, before I knew it, it was just all joy. And there he was in my arms. He literally flew out of me. (laughs) Um, And how perfect that was. And after, again, after having his, his birth, I felt this guilt and shame of like, well, I didn't choose to not have an epidural. So that doesn't really count. Like, it doesn't count. And I remember, like, the midwife came in and she was like, oh, my God, this girl's a warrior. She delivered this baby so quickly and was not expecting to not get her epidural. And she did it. And she was like, how empowering is that? And I remember feeling like, I guess, yeah, I guess it's empowering. But, again, I didn't choose it. Um, It chose me. But I still did it. And... I had this guilt again, like saying it wasn't that bad. Like, yeah, it was the most excruciating pain I've ever had, but it was temporary again. Right. And what came after was just so beautiful and so worth every moment of it. Um, And, you know, we've chosen to not have any more babies, but I would not fear birth again, ever, if we did decide. And that, you know, it's just a decision for now at least. Um, But I would welcome it and look at it completely different with a different perspective. Like, wow, this is actually beautiful. And how incredible is it that our bodies are just, they know what to do. And I could get into a full conversation about my perspective now on healthcare and, um, you know, birthing interventions and all of that, but I'm not going to get into that, but you could, I'd be welcoming to have conversations outside of the podcast on that. Um, I'm just not an expert to speak on it, but, and again, I'm still processing some of these thoughts and feelings I have around all of it. I just think that we are raised to think that it is this horrible, scary, torturous event um, that ends up being worth it, but we're going to be scarred in the process of it. So the cool thing is, Andrew means brave warrior. And little did I know, picking that name, that I would need to be brave I wouldn't have a choice to be brave, sort of how I talk about in Thinking Like a Boss, my book. And 
I would come out as a warrior, feeling like a warrior. Um, and what I want to say, um, I think part of what made me feel some guilt, especially around this birth, was I had asked on social media, hey, I'm going to do, I want to share about the birth story. I am so fascinated by birth stories. I think that each one is so unique and so beautiful. And um, I want to share about my birth story. Do you guys want to see it in post format or in blog post? And I got tons of feedback. And it was actually 50-50. But a therapist reached out to me and was like, made me feel sort of bad. She was like, I had a really traumatic experience and... You know, this might be really triggering for other people. Like, be careful what you say. And I can't remember exactly what she said, but that's how I took it. And um, it made me feel a lot of shame. And it made me feel like I almost didn't want to tell it. Like, who am I to tell my birth story? Um, And if I say that not having this epidural was actually not that much worse, um, I'm going to make other women feel bad. And I really felt like, again, I needed to sort of continue that narrative of how difficult and hard childbirth is and um, how I could never do it again without an epidural because that's what I was saying after. And then, again, having time and space to process, I'm like, Actually, I could, and I would actually choose it that way um, because I know how strong I am, and I know that each and every one of us can do it. We don't have to do it, um, and that's a personal choice, but if we really had to, we could. Um, so I hope that – I know this is a different episode today, but I hope it empowers you to – Know that no matter where you are in your journey, like, there's still, like, I don't ever feel shame over my business or guilt over my business, but I never had someone sort of challenge my health and um, medical choices or even the the non-ability to have a choice, um, what I just had to do in the moment to have a baby. Um... And what I want to say is, like, don't hold back. If, like, don't feel ashamed of how you perceived your experience to try to make someone else feel better about their experience. Um, And this really goes hand-in-hand in in business, right? I feel like so many women, especially over 2020, um, there are a lot of women. There's a silent majority of women who crushed it in business who had their best year in business. And many of those women are in my mastermind. Um, Like literally three women left their nine to fives in a six week span in my mastermind Um, over like matching and going above and beyond their salary. And that was launching a business, launching businesses in global pandemic. Um, That's the baby in the background. Dreamy, Drewy, come here, buddy. But again, nobody's talking about that because people are wanting to lessen and hide their light in fear of 
making someone else feel bad. So I'm going to end here because dreamy Drewy needs to go have some dreams and take a little nappy. But I hope this was helpful. I'm really curious what your thoughts are. Again, these last now seven episodes are just me talking and unscripted. And these are just sort of the conversations I have with friends. I thought it would be fun to have it with you too. So again, I will be back with regular teaching episodes very soon. Until then, come chat with me on Instagram. Please rate and review the podcast. Share it with your friends. And love you guys. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.